welcome back to Therapist Watching Bravo. I am your co-host, Amanda. And I'm your other host, Madeline. We are friends, we are therapists, and we love Bravo. And we are here today with a lot to cover. We didn't even really know where to start today, you guys. There's so much going on in the current events of it all. There's just so much content that we're getting right now on top of, you know, Vanderpump. We have Summer House. Like, I'm finishing up Married to Medicine. There's just a lot going on. It's a lot. And Beverly Hills, which still a nothing burger. Yeah, we're not even going to really cover it because not much happened. I refuse. I'm annoyed. Mm -hmm. And, but... Rather, I guess we'll cover it next week. Maybe if there's something juicy in the next reunion Yeah, or in the episode. third reunion, maybe we're hoping that they talk more about Kyle and Mo. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and I'm sure we'll get more from Mo in that reality show he's doing. But, like, right now it just feels like there's not a lot. Yeah, not a lot with Beverly Hills. So we'll come back to it if it gets juicier. But how today's going to go is we're going to start with the current events. Yes. Jackson, Brittany. We heard a thing about Schwartz. Yes. What else were we just talking about? Um, all the lawsuits. We're going to touch on that. I'm not going to make comments because, you know, we're not the lawyers here. We're just yeah, the ther- therapists. We're just therapists here, you know? And then we're going to go into summer, no, VPR and then summer house. <sighs> Let's, Let's get, get into it. it. Okay. So, Jax and Brittany separated. Yeah. They're not splitting, separated. They're right. separately right now. And this is official. It's in People. It's in on E! News. It's also on her latest podcast, like the last two minutes, which I listened oh, to. Oh, really? It. Yeah. And it sounded like she was like reading from a script, which I'm imagining my take was because it was emotional. I do not think this is a PR stunt. Yeah. I mean, look at their relationship. I think for a long time, I think part of us or thought that Okay, they're a strange pair, but maybe they're just kind of kind of live in this real world together, right? And make it. I kind of say that in quotations because I can't imagine them being yeah really deeply happy, right? And I get this is just me, human Madeline. I get so frustrated watching Jax on screen that I've always kind of wondered like, how do they do this? Not that Brittany's perfect necessarily, but there's a lot like going on with. Jacks and like his deflection and like yeah and it's just really frustrating so I've always kind of there's been a part of me that's been like maybe they'll split up and then there's another part of me that's been like maybe they'll just like d- just kind of dissociate and just like live as roommates and exactly. like you know I think that's how kind of all of us couldn't see how it was gonna go like right do they make it do they not but like either kind of way it had this I don't want to say darkness, but just kind of yeah. just like, oh. Yeah. And I agree exactly with what you're saying. I listened to their podcast like a little bit earlier on. It started right. about a year ago. And even when things were, I guess from my perspective, like happy or easy. Yeah, or like, like in quotations, positive, like good. Yeah, like good for lack of a better term. Right. Jackson, you could just tell in the way he talked. It was like he's just on a different planet. Even, even if he wasn't saying anything bad. Yeah. It was like you're not connecting you're not listening right like you're just not listening and not maybe even like a necessarily super bad way but I'm just like that must be so he just got his own agenda his own world right. his own planet and it's like that's really hard to have a marriage with someone like that right if you go on for years and years not feeling unheard especially when you have a kid that's got to be really really frustrating yeah and you know Brittany has got to do most of the child care yeah and so, and, and Jax just kind of plays this persona of, like, the suburban dad, but he right. doesn't 
it doesn't seem like he actually like follows through on that. That's just got to be crazy making after a while. And my PR friend, Caitlin, made the point that it's interesting that they announced this right before their new show is coming out. I agree. That is that is interesting. Again, I'm only a therapist. I don't be knowing things like that. But I did think that that was an astute observation. Well, I kind of think it could be both. Yeah, like, I if, agree. If this was happening, like, let's time it strategically. Get your money. Like, right. I'm about that. This is what this is. And then also, I wonder if, like, filming put that additional stress on them. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the thought of watching it back and seeing what it's like was like, this sucks. You right. know, it brings that it brings it to the forefront of what's happening. So I yes. can see it being both. Yeah, I agree with that. Because it as as therapists, it feels like there were obvious cracks in this relationship that were not getting like healed and resolved. Not that you don't have perpetual problems necessarily that you all work on as a couple, but like it felt bigger than that between Brittany and Jax. Yeah. For a long time. Uh, it, it seems like Jax, from what we've seen on the show, like lacks an ability to like meet Brittany where she's at or listen or accept yeah. influence or just kind of ebb and flow with her. Ooh. Again, he's just in his own world. Will you explain to the people what accepting influence is? Because I think that that's such an important thing that I don't think people necessarily talk about that often outside of therapy world. So like in your relationships, like you should accept influence from each other. And it's not like expecting someone to totally change, but that's like, I see your point of view. Mm-hmm. We, I'm going to listen. I'm going to sit with that and try and meet you where you're at. Do you have anything to add to it? Yeah. I mean, I've, and I've explained it. I don't know if this is accurate because you're more the couples therapist than I am, but I've explained it as like, you know, if somebody likes Auburn football and then it's like, okay, maybe I'll cheer for them whenever we watch games together because I'm accepting your influence, even yeah. though I'm a whatever fan. Yes. Like, that, that's, like, a small example yeah. in my mind of accepting influence. Or I, th- I think about this as, like, super common in relationships. It Like, in my marriage, I'm more the type A planner person. Yes. Gardner is, like, my husband's a lot more go with the flow, and sometimes that doesn't feel, like, natural to me, but I've mm. had to really learn, hey, he's got, like, this is, like, smart a lot of the time. Like, right. I do have to go with the flow more. Yes. And, you know, he's got a way about it and I trust him in that so I'm going to kind of meet him where he's at with that good example and he likes how I plan sometimes so right. you know you go both ways that's right. accepting influence you should do it yeah you should do it not and you're Madeline listening. but the people the, the people you all <laughs> we should all do it. we all should <laughs> us too okay so I feel like to sum up Jackson Brittany could be a little PR yeah I also think it's real yeah I think so too seems kind of inevitable I hope Cruz is okay mm-hmm. um we'll see what happens Cruise is cute. We will be watching the valley. Cruise is so cute. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I know we didn't do this at the top, but I have been watching so many Bravo shows, and there's so much. I mean, let me, just a quick list. I'm, I'm finishing up Married to Medicine. I've had no life lately, so I just binge-watched Southern Hospitality, which I know I was talking shit about before. It's like, oh, they're trying to be Vanderpump. It's actually pretty good. Okay, I'm not okay. going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's heating up, you know, as we go. Uh-huh. And then also, I just want to touch on this real quick, The Traders. I know I've, like, maybe touched on it. I've heard it's so good. Amanda, you and Gardner would love it. Do y'all like a show with, like, a game component? Like, are y'all... Oh, Gardner does. Austin does. Austin's very into Love is Blind, and he's very into The Traders. Like, that's been our... The Traders' been our show lately. I think when, like, stuff slows down, we need to cover Love is Blind and The Traders. Honestly. Stay tuned. I mean, the season finale of The Traders is next week, and 
if you don't want a spoiler for traders, I need you to fast forward 30 seconds. But Phaedra just got sent home, which she's from Real Housewives of Atlanta, yeah. and she slayed. She ate the season up. Like, literally, this was her show. She was born for this. Well, I, we love that. We love that. So, rip Phaedra. But it's rip. a delight. Just wanted to throw that in there. So, people catch up on that. Yes. will be covering it. But, yeah. On top of Vanderpump and Summer House and all the things. Um, okay. Next to our current events, let's talk... I want to talk about the Schwartz thing. So, Madeline sent oh, me something yeah. on Instagram. I don't... We don't know if it's true or I'm, not. So, I'm just putting that out there. And I think I just want to use this as, like, a leaping off platform yes. of why people do what they do. So the Instagram comment said something to the effect of, or Madeline, you want to read it? I have it. Um, somebody commented on some page. I don't know. Y'all, this is on just Bravo like, Scoops. yeah, this is just like, yeah, Bravo Scoops Instagram reposted this. Um, so I don't know how credible this is, but I did think it was interesting and I could see it to be true. Someone wrote, um, one of Tom Schwartz's brothers is dying of li- liver failure slash cirrhosis. Um, his dad is an ex-Minneapolis police officer, alcoholic, and abuser with a restraining order to protect Tom's mom. I live in Minnesota, and it's well documented. Um, I love that, like, living in the state is making her credible. That's kind of funny to me. Um, they all moved from Minnesota to Florida. Tom's dad followed Tom's mom and his four kids. Tom spent his childhood trying to keep the peace and protect his younger triplet brothers and his mom from an abusive father. Seems to explain a lot about his adult behaviors. Schwartz has a more important and compelling storyline than Sandoval, so why don't they show it? End quote. One, I wish they would show more of his family life. I do too. And two, I, again, we don't know if this is true or not. It's just a comment on Instagram. Right. But I think we just wanted to highlight that, like, People are not just crazy or hurtful or whatever thing you don't like for no reason. Yeah. Like there's like a backstory there of why, for whatever reason, Schwartz did have to get really good at peacemaking. Yes. And appeasing. Like, he found that as a protection skill probably somewhere in childhood. Totally. That's why that comes about. Yeah. Like, you, all of these, like, things most of the time are born out of necessity. Yes. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, I totally agree with that. And... Um, I think we're quick to come for people when we see like negative behaviors and, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I simultaneously like get frustrated with Schwartz and also feel really empathize with him because yes. I have the same tendencies uh-huh. and it's just like, I don't know. It's just interesting to look at the background and it's like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Does that mean that you need to continue in the behavior? Not necessarily. Like, I don't think it's always helpful, but it does help us empathize with him because it's like okay like you're not just like doing this to do it yeah like and we could probably i know this is not gonna be popular opinion but we could probably do the same with sandoval yeah that's like too extreme i think because sandoval is like really doubling down on behaviors and all this stuff um but yeah i think we could do that with everybody but there i agree with that person if that's true if that's all true stuff like it is a compelling story and i think like a lot of people would soften towards him I think the one thing with Schwartz, and we said it, I said it once, I'll say it again. Like, he needs to be like, okay, what the, I was complicit a little bit in, like, covering this up, and I'm sorry. Move if, on. If people literally take a t- three sentences of accountability. Literally. I did wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. I won't do it again. Right. And actually don't do it again. What an amazing apology that right. we're like, don't defend, don't say why you did it. Yeah. Um, even though that all stuff may be true, that's not the point of the apology. Exactly. 
So I looking at you, Sandoval. Looking at you, several people on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it it would help people let it go. I do think people are kind of letting it go. Yeah, and it would be cool if they shared more about because we haven't seen a lot of Schwartz's back history like we've seen no. the triplets but in just a very small fun way right and we've seen his mom i did think it was weird that the dad didn't come to the wedding and they said it was like a fear of flying but i was like it's a wedding and you could drive you right far. but I, i'm just saying this could i could see how right there was more to the story there maybe yeah i could totally see that so anyways i'm i am a short sympathizer in a lot of ways and i do see his faults um and the way he treated katie and all like all these things not he's not perfect and like i don't know i have a soft spot for him yeah i think a lot of people do yeah because i think at his core like i I just get (laughs) i get a good vibe i don't know i I don't know if that's that's not a clinical way to put that but like good vibes well yeah i think when people open up about what has happened to them it is connecting it does soften you like yeah a long time ago i'll just say this really quickly in vpr katie opened up about this trauma she had about falling through a skylight that has stuck with me and she had this moment with schwartz sometime around the wedding where she you know felt like she like lost herself yeah she was real had ptsd and was depressed and angry understandably that that horrible thing happened to you and that seeing schwartz and his zest for life just like made her jealous and it was hurtful because she like had lost that in the accident and God, like, that makes so had, much sense i know and they had such a beautiful moment about it and it's so connecting when people talk about right. that softer stuff that's happening yeah. underneath the anger or whatever uh, more off-putting behavior so right okay should we move on to the lawsuits yeah i mean again we're not the lawyers here we're just the therapists but just to cover the headlines there are two lawsuits that are notable that are going on in the Bravo universe currently. Um, one, Andy Cohen is being sued. I can't remember exactly who is doing I'm it. Leah. Leah from, from New, York. New York. And then who's the other one? Is it Brandy? Uh, yeah. Okay. I think and, so. And there's something about the cocaine and the favoritism with the cocaine or something. I did not see that. Oh, it's like go look it up viewers like or listeners like it's it's pretty wild and there are some housewives coming to defend andy on instagram and like it's it's gonna get messy i know i just these are my own thoughts not anything i've read but it is interesting having a job like housewives or andy where there's obviously professionalism. Right. And it's a workplace, but the lines get so blurred. Oh, I can... Yeah, it's got to be really confusing. I could see how that's like a HR nightmare. Oh, a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a lot of drinking together and yeah. inappropriate comments, but sometimes it's... I'm not saying like do this in the workplace, but like sometimes people are having fun and then sometimes it's not. Yeah, then... lines get crossed naturally when it, you're close to the line. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, that's got to be really confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. I there's part of me who was like, mm, maybe we could like step it up HR wise in the Bravo universe, um, but obviously we don't know the ins and outs and like what goes on behind the scenes, whatever. And then another part of me feels protective of Andy because I love Bravo, yeah. <laughs> so and I love Andy. I've read his books. I think he's a delight. <laughs> like I heard the rumors about him and John Mayer being together. I really want that to be true. It's probably not. I don't know. Love that. I would love that, but. Um, yeah, that's, that's the scoop. You can find more online there. Um, 
but interesting and kind of crazy. The Podcast Bravo docket does really good at yes, covering, covering stuff, so go to them. And there's an Instagram. I think they have a podcast called Allegedly, Allegedly Bravo. They mm-hmm. cover this stuff, too. So they'll there are some lawyers out there um, that and some badass ones that cover this shit, and it's always so interesting because I don't know shit about fuck when it comes to this <laughs> stuff. Know. I'm like, I don't know anything, so interesting. <laughs> Me neither. And, okay, so real quickly, the last lawsuit yes. is Rachel filing a lawsuit about revenge porn towards Tom and Ariana. Yeah, and there's, she's citing a couple other things too, but that's the thing that I was like, what does that mean? Okay, so revenge porn, I know this because, I, I mean, I went. I remember when I was in college at FSU. Yeah, there was a student there who started to get uh, this be, to become a bill or a law. Or again, we are not the experts, but something right. to that effect of, I you are like allowed to send sexual pictures or videos or whatever, right? But only to the person it was intended to. Like that person cannot share it with everyone. Like that is not okay. Mm, yeah. Um. So that's where like the revenge porn kind of came in to play of like, it's only for the person it was intended to. You cannot go sharing it with everyone. And we're assuming that this is the FaceTime incident of like that kicked Scandal yes, off. Yeah. Like with, yeah. That like allegedly he recorded. She Scre- all recorded without her consent, and yeah. then Ariana, I guess, took like sent it to her phone. So we'll see what plays out of that. Yeah, I think it's going to cover some more ground on more figuring out more about like revenge porn and kind of clarifying those laws. So that'll be interesting to see, and I hope it never happens to anyone. That's not okay. Yeah, no, it's not okay. I'm I'm really interested to see what comes of that whole lawsuit. Yeah. Um, Again, interesting timing because we forgot to say this at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Happy anniversary of Scandival. Oh, my God. This is the night it happened. We found out March 3rd, but March 1st was when it happened. So it is interesting timing that Rachel would do this yesterday on the the eve of it. The fact that we're still feeling the effects of Scandival a year later. Wild. Like, I think we're all going to be burned out by the end of the season talking about it. Yeah. Like, we get it. But at the same time, every time Sandoval opens his mouth, I think people get fired up again. I know. He he has a way. On the foot. Yeah, repeatedly, just over and over. <laughs> it's it's pretty miraculous. Like he just doesn't stop. It is miraculous. <laughs> God bless. It doesn't stop. Mm-mm. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-mm, truly, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> um, and you've listened to Rachel's podcast. Oh yeah. Separately similar, from all this lawsuit stuff, vibes. what's your thoughts? She's not nearly on the level of Sandoval, obviously, but she's not doing herself any favors, I think, with the podcast. Yeah. Like, I think she... We all have, like, empathy for her. Totally. Especially for the revenge porn stuff and not cool to be recorded without your right. consent and stuff like that. But, man, I think her... She's, like, answering... One, the episodes are so short and have so many ads, so it's kind of like, why are you even putting this out? Right. I mean, literally one episode was 15 minutes, and it had like three ads in it. All right, relax. Answering questions from the audience, and it's just like, we've already been there, done that. Like, I don't really think a lot of people care about the angle she's coming from. What I wish she would have done is to be like, here are all of the juicy details of what happened, how I fell into... A relationship with someone like Sandoval. Right. The red flags I ignored, how I covered that, you know, painted the red flags white. Yeah. Like, that would have been juicy and helpful to other people to see, like, hey, if I'm in a relationship like that, like, this feels similar, I need to run. Yeah. Uh, that would have been 
a lot better than what she's doing. Yeah, I would love to see that. Still has kind of a tone of like not remorseful, and I don't expect her to like grovel like every single time. Right, none of us do, but it's just not there. And it also, I think, I get that because she's not that far in her healing journey. It's like only been it's like really less than a year. Of her trying to figure this out, and it didn't just start with Sandoval. Like she's got a pretty big pattern here with James and whatever else that she has said. So. You don't need to listen to it. Yeah, no, Amanda has done the Lord's work and listened to the podcast for us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for letting us know that we don't need to listen to it. I just, yeah, this is pure speculation. I don't know, Rachel, but that indicates to me a little bit that, like, maybe her healing has more healing, like, she has more room for healing. Mm -hmm. If, like, if it's hard to, you know, instruct on, like, hey, this is the person that does, like takes advantage of people who are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish that she would take that stance. I just don't feel like she's that far along in her, like, healing jer- journey. Yeah. Um, and, like, I know we talk about this every damn week, but, like, ownership gets you so far, and it's just, like, take the ownership and, like, stop talking. I know. Literally, an apology is, I'm sorry I hurt you. Yeah. I care about that i won't do it again yeah and then like not done like done period the end yeah no cap on god no cap on god (laughs) like bible (laughs) so it's just like just end it um that is how to close out your apology yeah no cap on god um okay that's like all the current events i think so do we want to get into vanderpump are we ready for this okay okay so Kind of expected for episode five of Vanderpump. There, it felt not as juicy, more mm-hmm. of a lull. But we had kind of a big first four episodes, so that made sense to me. Right. The first thing I want to talk about is Sheena and Brock's fight. Yeah. I think it's such a common example of a fight. I mean, poor Brock, do not bring it up in the store while she's trying on bikinis. Like, just don't do that. Also, like, just that, a, poor. <laughs> that poor woman in the store. But also, this like reminded me of. My- <laughs> like, I feel like this is a thing, like, a bi- maybe it's, I'm making it binary, maybe it's not this binary, but I feel like you either come from a family that, like, doesn't fight, or, like, a family that is, like, more likely to fight in public, and my family was, like, more likely to fight in public, and it just sent me back to, like, my mom and, like, stepdad, like, it's just hilarious. Like, I look back now, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing, like, shut the hell up. Like, but and now I look at it, and I'm like, at least they were talking, you know? Like, at least they were communicating. It's not all bad. Yeah, it's not all bad. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah, I was like, poor them. And that, of course, made it more heightened. But I, I, yes. I guess I liked the example of that they're talking about like a perpetual problem in the relationship and what that means is like a problem that's just really not going away. Right. It's fundamental differences in personality or whatever the issue is. Everyone has them. Every couple has them and it's like mostly what couples fight about. It's yes. kind of the same thing over and over again. So right. I like just kind of like normalizing that. I do maybe wish they'd go to couples therapy. I thought it was a kind of a good example of how couples therapy and individual therapy is helpful to yeah. like the individual to help Sheena more actively with her OCD totally. and what to do with the intrusive thoughts and kind of how to cope there and get her properly medicated. I love that she's been open about that. And then couples therapy so they can talk about the issue better. Although yes. I don't think they were doing a horrible job. No, I don't think so either. But it's difficult when like the OCD or whatever it is, this third entity entity like hijacks the yeah. relationship or the bond. Right. And you have to kind of figure out a way to like unite together and be like Brock and Sheena versus her fear about leaving her with the nanny and how can we team up against that fear together yeah that would be 
I'm, I'm sure they kind of do that. I'm just, I'm just talking. And, but, and this like actually reminds me of, I think, I can't remember if I made this connection before, but PK and Dorit, like yeah. it, Brock is reminding me of PK in the way of like, I see the fear on them and it, it comes yeah. out as like, you need to fix this and like, you need to yeah. get this under control. And like, are we always going to be like this? Like yeah. it just kind of catastrophizes and it's like, I just want my wife back. Like what is happening? Yeah. And I don't understand and I can't fix it. And this is scary. Yeah. And I think that's like what's happening when he's like being irritable and kind of like poking and like, okay, well, when are we going to like have somebody else other than your mom to watch the baby? Uh-huh. Like, you know, so I, I get where he's coming from and I get where Sheen is coming from. And I don't know if it's like going to be a quick fix, but I did enjoy like watching them come back together and him even being like, Hey, like the way I talked to you wasn't great. And like, he apologized for that. I, yeah. I appreciate that. I, I love them acknowledging of kind of like putting a pin in it Yeah. because I thought that like, this is what happens with perpetual problems of like, you do not come up with like a quick solution. There right. is no quick solution exactly. for them kind of dealing with this. Right. And, and that's I, okay. Honestly, and that's okay. But I like that you can reconnect and yes. move forward and pick the argument or the tension like back up again and try again I think that that is like I I hate when people say never go to bed angry because it's not really feasible it's not realistic resolved but I like that they could put it and come back together and get more connected and that's going to help you when you revisit the topic again because you're like okay I feel connected to my person we can be more on the same side we can start slower with this conversation so I don't know I thought that was really cool that they showed that again to Gardner's point a reason why Sheena is the goat. <laughs> Wait, why is she the goat in this situation? Because she shows all her stuff. She does show all her stuff. She does. The, she understands the assignment. She understands the assignment. Yeah, she does like she does that, which yeah. I do appreciate. Yeah. So okay, moving on from that. L O L. At some part in the episode, Sandoval being like, "They all have these conspiracy theories against me," and it's like. No, you did this stuff. This is it's not a conspiracy theory. This very is not well documented. QAnon, like, <laughs> which he would probably liken himself to. No, literally. Again, like, like that let's take every yeah. Let's take every big thing that has ever happened that's not even close to Scandaval that, and compare ourselves. That is how big he sees himself. So inappropriate. Um, but I just thought it was so interesting of like him being the offender, and then I'm not saying every everyone else kind of did do some shady shit too but him expecting them to apologize first and him feeling entitled to that and owed that that's outrageous that's never gonna go well i get he's fatigued of like having to pay his fucking penance over and over and over like i do get that yes you are i don't think he sees his role in like making it worse and worse and worse yeah and that is so ridiculous and outrageous to expect people to apologize to you first like in this scenario like that is just absurd to me but i get that he's like he cannot humble himself no he cannot say i was wrong i hurt you i'm sorry he cannot it's so frustrating no and like even when he pulled james aside he was like i know like i need to acknowledge his feelings it just always feels kind of gamey to me i'm like that feel like and maybe i'm just like looking for him manipulating something all the time and like that's the lens i'm sure seeing. i think we can kind of like re you know yeah we're but hypervigilant to it totally um and it's just like now it's just so painfully obvious to yeah. everybody after all that's happened we're like oh well he's manipulating oh he's being you know full of himself even if it's not as strong as manipulating but it's you're just always like oh that's a move mm-hmm. you know 
And yes. sometimes I don't think that's like the worst of crimes. Yeah. But it's just like you got to know. Yeah. That maybe a part of that's apology is like just to move. Right. And if you want to keep the peace and be cordial and have a fun time at the lake, then go ahead. But, you know, maybe not hold that so deep, like that apology, until you see some actions behind it. I just can't help but put myself in James's position and be like, if I was, if I felt like he was making like a move in this like chess game like I wouldn't want to feel like a piece (laughs) like I'd be like don't move me bitch like (laughs) this feels like you're using me I don't know maybe I just have like my own shit with that yeah but it's just like there's something about that that's just is icky I also like just wonder with someone like Sandoval if I think maybe this is some of the stuff we're picking up on like a little five percent of him means it Mm mm-hmm or 10% of it means it, but then the majority is not that he's, like, trying to manipulate or to be, like, F you, I'm working on something behind the scenes. But right. he's just always going to act in his own best interest. Yeah. He's always going to put himself first. He's not going to think about that apology or, like, doing right in the relationship. He's always going to think about himself. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I would not be able to... That's not for me. I know. <laughs> it's not for me. I know. Well, you have to know that. Like, yeah, exactly. If... That's a person you're interacting with. Yeah. And maybe I'm projecting my stuff on to everyone else, but I don't know who that's... If it's not for me, I don't know who it's for either. I don't know. I mean, I think that there are... Everybody's different. Everyone's different. And I think that there are people like James or Sheena, and I don't mean this negatively, but they have like a shallower relationship. Yeah. And I could see it when it's shallow. And shallow isn't always bad. No, it's not. You know, like yeah. I, I can't find a better word. You can't have a deep connection with every single person you meet. Yeah, yeah. Like, so if it's just realistic. a more casual yeah. relationship where you're not really like depending or relying on them for like anything, then like I, I do see how that works. Because so it's like, yeah. eh, I'm not really counting on you for anything. But we dude, didn't have a good time. If everybody feels that way about Sandoval, do you think he's so lonely? Like that would have to be such a lonely thing to have like so many surface level. But I also think someone like Sandoval, I'm not saying Sandoval because like I don't really know, but just right, like what it right. makes me think of. Yes, like, like what whole, he's representing. What This is what this whole podcast is about. Right. Is, like, the only deep relationship for someone like that is having someone worship you and oh. do everything you want and agreeing with you. I don't know if the type of relationship someone like that craves is really a reciprocal deep connection. I think it's, like, a, a one-up. Yeah. Do, you know. I'm like, realizing what's be. coming up for me. I think I'm used to fall. For I used to be the worshiper. Yeah, I've I have I've worshipped at an the shrine. Epiphany. Yes, at Epiphany. I think that's why I feel so. I mean, I, I think, think a lot so. of I think a lot of people feel this way about Sandoval, but like for me, I think it's just like, oh no, like yeah. I I know what this is, and like ugh. it does get to you. I mean, it gets to all of us, but yes. like I can see. Oh, how it makes me activate. I'm activated. <laughs> Lindsay Hubbard. It's like, a well, good term. I was about to say it's a good term. She's not. Yeah, and we're, we'll get to her yeah. <laughs> this episode. Um, but yeah, there's yeah, I get I get activated by Sandoval. That's a good way to put it. I mean, he's activating. <laughs> he's activating. He, he, he be. He be. So. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's a deep connection to be had with Sandoval. Okay, just two funny things. We will end this on unless you have anything else. The realtor, whoever Ariana was talking to on the phone, said they could rework that big picture of them as Legos, which I didn't know. Yeah. But 
that they could rework it to take Sandoval out <laughs> and it just be Ariana. I love Hilarious. that. I love that. Like, I love that so much. I saw online somebody mentioned that they should sell it, like auction it off for charity. And they were like, yeah. if Sandoval is smart, he should have said that. Or I mean, Ariana could have said that too. But I was just like, yeah, that's like, that would have been smart. That would have been smart. And then also so funny of... Sandoval wanting to take a selfie with Brock and Brock is like on his face is like F this and I could so see them not meshing because like Brock is such a like macho like dude and he's just like I do not like we are not in alignment like that my dude it was like a split second on the tv but I was it sent me I was cracking the hell up I thought that was so funny and you could see you could tell like after Sandoval was like Brock lean in and they take this like really quick selfie and you can see the like reaction melting all over Brock's body and face and he's just like I feel violated like that's what that's how I was reading him he was like I didn't want to do that but I felt like I had to and I'm annoyed yeah I feel like Brock has this like masculinity that Sandoval does not like they just have like different different vibes yeah different vibes Brock's brand of masculinity is like no no this is not nar literally nar He's from Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other comments on episode five of VPR? Um, honestly, no, I didn't take notes this week and I'm just like vibing and that those are all the things that stuck out to me. Nothing was like super grabbing me from this episode, but it was interesting. Other than the selfie, I did think about that for like a while. I, I thought that, that was, was really funny. funny. <laughs> we need a little comedic humor. No. Oh, know? we need the relief. Uh, okay. Summer house. Kind of, we're not. We don't have much to say about episode one. I just like kind of lightly watched it. Yeah, um, the Amanda and got... Kyle of it all was interesting. Yeah. And I think that kind of set up the dynamic of like, <laughs> I thought it was, it's not funny, but like in my head, in episode one, to shorten it, I felt like Kyle was like, let's hang out. And Amanda was like, ew, no. <laughs> yeah. And so I've seen a lot of people talk about them whether it's just like true or not, we're just gonna talk like it's true because again, it reminds us of other people. Exactly. But them amping up the negativity in their relationship for the show. Yeah. But it does just seem remin- I mean, they've had this like same problem over and over again. Kyle works a shit ton. Right. Parties really hard. Yeah. Amanda is like, come be with me more. Kyle will not. Mm-hmm. And then does not get why Amanda is upset. And then it's like, why don't you hang out with me? Right. And she literally said that at the freaking yeah. carnival. She yeah. was like, well. This is I maddening. Ha- yeah. Like I, I, I started hanging out by myself and then I was good. And now you're like, come back and it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want? He's also, like, not... He doesn't sound very available to hang out. And I don't think he, like, sees that. No. And you know what's frustrating? Watching this, like, whole dynamic between the two of them. I think it's really easy for people to be like, Amanda needs to lighten up. And Amanda needs to blah, blah, blah. And that, like... And I've seen some of that online. And that is so, like, triggering. Because it's like... She doesn't want to act like that. No, no, and if and if he he does seem to like work so much, yeah. And when you get and I get when why you get drunk, like that is not connecting time. That's not quality time together. No. You may have a fun time together, right? But that's like not what makes marriages or connections feel really strong. No, that's you know? not like the connecting like glue between you. That's and if it is, I think that's an unsustainable practice for your marriage. And it also seems like this interesting thing of Kyle. Or he just doesn't seem to... He has a hard time seeing his part. And I don't think he means it, like, 
maliciously or but I just like really don't think he sees it yeah. of he really wants I think Amanda to be like him yeah not in some crazy controlly way but in like work, care about like work as hard as me and it's like that's how you are right she is like this you need to accept yes. she is like this right and I also want to acknowledge I remember an undergrad in one of my family and child science classes like learning about it is a different kind of marriage if you work together yeah oh and I that, can't even imagine oh my god living in a new york city apartment a tiny ass apartment working two from dogs home, working together two dogs working together on summer house yes like being together in your marriage like oh my that's too god. much it's too much of being on top of each other you need it's some like time apart i'm sure that feels like really pressurized and it's like okay how do we stop talking about work and start talking about us or start doing something fun and like switch out of work mode. Yeah. Like that's really difficult. That takes like a lot of conversations in practice and just a long time to get in a groove of that. Yes. And it seems like they're still trying to find that. And I just, I, I also like acknowledge Kyle's part of like really wanting to like launch that his company in a big way. Yeah. And in some ways, I mean, I think he could probably do better to be more available to Amanda. Totally. But I think they also both need to see of like what, is actually practical. Yeah. He does have a unique job that is like not right. It's where his, you just do not come home at five. Right. He's an entrepreneur or like you're never off yeah. when you live that lifestyle and that's and it's pedal to the metal. And especially in like trying to get it to be a sustainable brand and that like lasts and like yeah. sticks around like I don't know. I, I could see how that would be really taxing. Yeah. And really all consuming and yet like the relationship might suffer at the hands of that. Yeah, Which you is, have to get like pretty creative of how do we keep our bond up, right? When we are like apart this much, or they're not apart this much, but like mentally, emotionally, right? Yeah, kind of in different places. Like it makes me think about like when working with some couples and they both travel a lot, or one travels a lot. Like you have to really kind of yeah figure that out. Yes, you really don't have as much time together, and like we need to acknowledge that is like that's what it is, and how can we work with it? Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to watch their dynamic. And as soon as, like, <laughs> as soon as Lindsay and Carl kind of, like, started popping off in the second episode, ah! like, yeah, which we will get into, Amanda and Kyle, like, we're, like, holding hands in bed and, like, we're I talking. Was so I was cute. like, yay, okay, like, maybe y'all are, like, getting back. I do think they have love for each other. Oh, they definitely do. I really think they do. I think they're just, like, one of those couples that fights a lot. Yeah. And, and you know, everybody's different. Like, I know that sounds like such a, like, placating, like, comment and, like, just, like, a wishy-washy comment, but I think that's actually true. Like, some people, like... No, it's something I've, like, talked about in my training about, like, with couples. Like, there are different, like, ends of the spectrum of you can kind of have that same pursuer withdraw dynamic, uh-huh. but some people have it so little yeah. and some people have it so big. And, yeah, it's just different. And sometimes, like, what people can take is, like... They can tolerate a lot more. And that's just like a personal Yeah, preference. preference. And like some relationships are just like a little bit more feisty. Yeah. You know, it's just everybody's, everybody's a little bit different. Got yeah. some different flavors, you know. That's how it be. But like when I, yeah, when there was like that clip of them like in bed, like holding hands. Yeah. I was like, that's not for the cameras. Like that's No, that sweet. was them. Like, yeah. And I was like, that is love. That's and you don't really get a lot of their like physical touch and like, like all that on the camera as yeah. much. And I think like maybe it is heightened for the show, whatever, but. That was a nice moment. It I enjoyed that. A nice moment. Should we get into Lindsay and Carl? Um, okay, I want to say two things before you. Oh my god, please. Um, one, as Mal and I are just kind of in the same phase of life of like 
married, late 20s, right. early 30s. Ha, like, I have a baby. I have a one and a half year old, you know. Yeah, one, we'll probably, yeah, start kids. that here in the next little while. In the future, you know, it's just so fun. I'm freaking fascinated by these people in their 30s partying every weekend. I'm just like, what is this? How do you not get hung over? You have so much time to party and lay in bed hungover. It's like such a different way of life. I know. It's just like a totally so different life. It's interesting to me. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know if it's because we're in the South and we all get married at like 15. So um, You know, but it's like not, okay, that's an exaggeration. But like, you know, in the North, I feel like it's but like. I was 26. Like looking back, like that's pretty that's young. That's pretty young. I was, yeah, I think I was 25, 26. I can't even remember. Yeah. I'm losing it um if we've only been married for three years it's just like math I don't want to do um you know but it's there (coughs) excuse me good audio um but you know um I don't know it's just Austin always says that whenever we watch Summer House he's like this is Kyle's 40th birthday party that they're filming like this is crazy (laughs) like he's like I don't this is like, wild. When Gardner turns thir- 40, we'll have a 10-year-old. Like, Wilder will be 10. I, the way I just gasped. It's going to be crazy. 10 years old. I know, like, an almost middle schooler. And, like, then there, it's just, just, it's so interesting. I live vicariously through them. I'm, no, like, same. a little jealous of them. Yeah. I love my life. Um, I don't get to lay in bed like they do. Yeah, and the and the grass is always greener. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. like you like you talk you listen to like Lindsay. She's like, I'm ready to have kids next year, and like obviously she's like not because she and yeah. Carl aren't together. So it's like it's so interesting how you view it. Totally. Um, you know, it's not jealousy tells you like what you're what you want. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. One little like last funny comment when Jesse came in one. We love West. I love He's West. So I'm, I'm a stand so cute, far. Funny. I like that he has like substance to him in the way of like talking about going to. I mean, this is, has both sides of it, but going to all the fifty states. He grew up on a ranch right. or whatever. Like he does his like has an interesting job. Like right. he's got like a lot to him yeah he has like texture to his personality right yeah he's got texture like i like that he's like a full human me too um he's not like i just like i'm here to like date a girl yeah or being a girl (laughs) (laughs) and like even when like Paige, i think said it in the first episode of like the more you get to know him the hotter he is because he's just got these like parts to him he's got that's the charisma he's He's got got the riz he's got the riz yeah looping it back we love that i freaking died when jesse in his talking head he literally said i quote i'm a killer i get girls and i god done i (laughs) how could he really say that about himself like that gives me such the ick of when it's men and their whole personality is like i bang girls yeah like come every weekend to find the girls and i'm a killer i fuck Like good for you. That's his personality, right? And that's all we know so far. Other than he, he did say he's a two-time cancer survivor, which I was like, okay, there's the texture. I was like, whoa, yeah, did not expect that. But maybe he's leaning into like I slay the pee because he's had a hard life. I don't know. Maybe he's like, I want to have fun now. And I get that. Yeah, I get that too. I get that. There's no. I just thought it was funny. Please, men out there, do not refer to yourself to the people as. I'm a killer. I just you get girl. Like, just don't do that. Cringe level one million. And also, like you could be like less douchey about it. Yeah, just don't yeah. Just like don't say what's the point of saying that? Like he's, you know, protesting too much. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, like, I get girls. Like, relax. And also the fact that he's going after Paige, like, what the frick? 
I know. And he was, like, going after it hard. Not just, like, some fun, flirty banter. Like, somebody get Craig on the fucking phone. He was, like, I feel like even going harder than Andrea. On, was that yeah, Yes, I love Andrea. Um, Like, he, I feel yes. like he was going harder than he was. And, and, like, Craig and Paige are, like, beyond established. Yeah. Like, do your freaking research. Do your homework. Well, he's a killer. He's a killer, but like, <laughs> you don't have to kill Craig's girl. Craig is pure of heart. Well, like he's the only good man on Southern Charm, <laughs> in my opinion, right now. So I'm like, we must protect Craig. Do not take Craig's girl. And I don't think Paige is takeable. You no. know, like, I think she's like so in love with Craig. But it's like, dude, come on. Somebody call Craig and get him on the premises. Call Craig. I'm upset. Get him up there. I'm upset about this. And it's this. just like, I want Craig to like, you know, like emotionally, mentally, like punch him. Yeah. Like, get off my girl. Yeah, that's my freaking girl. F off. Like, yeah, I, just I would. I would love to see that. I don't know what that is within me, but I also want that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Would love to see that. Um. Okay. Lindsay and Carl. Yes. Oh. Oh my God. No. Oh no, is correct. Oh no. The last little bit of the second episode. Oh boy, my jaw was on the floor. Oh, I. It just. I have a lot of feelings about it. Me too. It gives you an icky feeling to like watch them fight like that. Yeah. It's very, I, this is a weird term, but like emotionally violent. No, it, it was. And I just felt like it was like a lot of low blows. And I felt like Lindsay was throwing the first punches. And I yeah. just felt like they were very unfair punches. Okay, so someone like Lindsay reminds me of, this is kind of like a theory I have, of a super sensor. Mm-hmm. And like in a super sensor is someone who... Like, feels everything, mm-hmm. every shade, every flavor, right. every little, and they're like, tend to be hyper vigilant. Which yeah. she kind of comes across that way of all the little things she noticed. And like, a lot of times, paired with hyper vigilance is reactivity. Yes. And that is a really difficult combo for the person who has it and for the people they're in relationships with. Right. And so, you just, like, pick up on everything. Whereas, right. like, other people are not super sensors, so they're just, like, bumbling about their day. They're right. not meaning anything. But then Lindsay gets jacked up by it. Yes. And and it sends her into a tailspin. And the way I see it, the way, like, chronologically what happened, Carl and Lindsay, they got engaged last summer, and last summer was really shitty for them. Like, they fought with their friends all summer. I think they were kind of on this island. Flash forward to this summer, their first weekend back, everybody had a weekend together and it was really good. And Gabby like rubbed that in Lindsay's face basically on the phone. Yeah. I don't think she meant it like that, but I was like cringing when she was and that like. that just seems like something that would get to. You would get to Lindsay, mm-hmm. naturally. And she's been on the show. I think she just feels very threatened and she does not do, I think that's activating to her. Mm-hmm. And so Carl and Lindsay are back this weekend and then she gets in the car with all guys and then the girls are the ones that she's having problems with. So she's already afraid, oh, the girls are going to have something to say about being, me being in the car with the guys. And so she's on edge and then Carl says something. But it just seems so, Carl tried to like softly validate, like, yes. hey, I get where you're coming from, but I don't like, think that's what's going on. Like, we're all good. We're all good is what he's, but yeah, something like, like that. I think when Lindsay gets in this state. Yes. It's just like nothing unless you are I think even if you're super validating her emotions, yes. she goes off into this like other world right. where you can't reach her. And like that just seems like that's what happens. I totally agree. Like I, I would love, I wish I could call Lindsay up right now and be like, what did you hear him say versus what did he say? Because yeah, I think she heard something that was really like just invalidating uh-huh. and just like, hey, you need to calm down. I think is what she heard or uh-huh. like some version of that. I think that was really just like, activating not to use that yeah. word like all the time well, i mean I, sound, I feel like she's heard that like a million times yeah 
so I, but whoa. And like everyone else's was like, she went zero to 60. It seemed to come out of like nothing. Right. um, It just felt like an overreaction to what happened. And then I think the tricky part is it sounds like she was drinking, Mm -hmm. um, which nothing against drinking, but that just heightened your emotional state. Right. And then to like low blow about Carl's sobriety. Yeah. And and coming for that so quickly. So quickly. In front of his friends. While you're drinking. Yep. Not, that is not a safe way to bring up something like that. No, that was like the lowest blow. Yes. That was so unfair. And also, Carl seemed sober. Yeah, he did not. There was no part of me. He sober, the way he was talking on the phone. Gabby even said, that sounds like a sober man. Yeah. I mean, he looked, he did not look like hungover or like he had like been strung out the night before yeah she even called him like cocaine carl i was uh, that was really frustrating she went after and he also tried to like the text he sent her i thought were really nice of like showing up in the relationship and like i want to reconnect about this and then she came out with a jab yeah with the like are you sober she said something about him not being sober uh, yeah, I think she was just emotionally super triggered and it just came out so sideways. What is so hard as I think when couples, I'm just speaking like generally, like yeah. are not prioritizing the safety of the relationship and privileging the relationship and how we're going to work through this stuff. Right. When safety goes out the window, it's just, it's chaotic. It feels terrible. There's yeah. no... I, it's not like there's no coming back from that, but it's it's a way that you're going to fight and it's just going to go down and down and down and yeah. be awful. Like yeah. there's no good coming of it. I agree. Like the, the trajectory was not going to be a good healing one. Yeah. Um, and you could tell like Carl doesn't really get rattled anymore like he used to when he was drinking and watching him get like really frustrated at the fact that she, he was, she was coming after his sobriety and like accusing him of not and- being sober... Like, I get why he got frustrated. That's, like, mm-hmm. coming for a big part of his, like, current identity mm-hmm. that he's really latched onto. And it's been, obviously, it's attached to his trauma of losing his brother. Like, it's so, like, that just felt really, really and, insensitive. And I don't know where Carl's at in his journey, but, like, I could see that it's still taking up a lot of, like, emotional mental space for totally. him to focus on his sobriety and then to have it attacked and, like whoa yeah that's that's, that's that super super hurtful yeah so i didn't love that yeah. fight i'm glad again you know i'm and always it, glad they're talking but and you could see i think like there's like i think it's a good example of like the different flavors of like the fighting of like how Lindsay and carl's was so volatile and there yes. was not like a lot of emotional safety whereas like amanda and kyle they had like a dinner or like a lunch where they try to talk about it yeah again. there was safety privilege in that like you're trying to get somewhere yes even if you know it goes sideways some like they get back on track they get back on track right it's a different flavor of being stuck in that like dynamic right i totally agree with that so well to be continued but that's not surprising of why they called off the engagement and broke up. No, I think it's like laying the groundwork for that. And I don't think that Carl likes being the couple on the island and yeah. she said something to the effect of like why do you care what your friends think? Like when they were talking about babe. But that, that's what I was talking yes. about. Like she takes everything. As a slight. Well, I don't know. But like the, what they're showing us on TV, even yes. when she's yes. talking to West about the rooms, everything yes. is taken personally reactive as a attack or something and she is like amping up when it's like this no one's really trying to fight here right like you're being defensive but there's no fight it burns her and it burns everyone else exactly it burns her the most and yeah isolates her people don't want to be near her because they don't want to get scorched yeah like and that makes sense yeah i get that so it makes me sad for her because i'm rooting for her 
Um, and like something's not working. Yeah. So we'll see. To be continued with them. To be continued. We are gonna wrap this up. This was such a big episode. So I just much feel like content coming up is gonna be big too. Yeah. So we'll be covering all the stuff. Don't you worry, there. Don't people. you worry. Um, follow us on Instagram at therapist watching Bravo. DM us your thoughts, feelings, and observations. And we love you guys. We love ya. Okay. Bye. Bye.